Here it is, the 23rd of December, and I pray this find you well and enjoying all the blessings of this season and the blessings of God alive and powerful and at work in your life. We start this with Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 to 23, beginning with verse 13, and the devotional called The Holy Family Fled, beginning with verse 13. Now after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we have to say thanks be to God. Well, a very Merry Christmas to you and yours, dear listener, dear reader. I will uh, take a few days off for this holiday season, and today's devotional will serve as the Christmas edition for 2019. That being said, this will be the last Con Café for this decade. Let that sink in. Well, that first Christmas was no different from some Christmases of today. You take the good with the bad. Yes, there are some homes where the gathering of family is not always a good thing. Some family members will choose to leave in the middle of the night rather than ride out the holy days in conflict. Ouch. Sometimes it is better for those things to happen. And if that's true in your household, I am sorry for that. But please know there is counseling available if you're troubling, if you're troubled by this. And it may be as simple as a call to your pastor or pastors. And they may be able to help or at least point you in the right direction to get some some needed counseling. I will pray at the end of this prayer and in my daily prayer for all of you that uh, your time together will be a time of peace and joy and truly a celebration of all that God has done in this holy season through Advent and especially through the birth of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Now back to our story. At some point early in Jesus's life, God orders Joseph to flee to Egypt God knew that Herod was about to search for the child Jesus and kill all male children. As we read above in the passage, Herod ordered the murder of all children under the age of from two and under. 
murdered all male children and in hopes in hopes of killing this child born to be the king of the Jews, which is what really threatened Herod. Legend and history tell us that Herod was uh, indeed a very ruthless and jealous uh, ruler, king, uh, right when um, he felt threatened by one of his sons, he killed that son and Legend has uh, that he killed six other sons so that none of them would try to attempt uh, to kill him in order to take over his throne. And it was also said that at the time of his death, Herod ordered key leaders of Jerusalem to be gathered around him. So at the precise moment that he died, these key leaders were put to death so that at least somebody would be crying at the time of his own death. Such was Herod, Herod the Great. So in obedience to God, Joseph took Mary and Jesus across several countries' borders until finally crossing into the nation of Egypt, where the family lived until the Lord told Joseph that it was now safe for the Holy Family to return back to Israel, especially or specifically to the town of Nazareth. Some scholars believe the family stayed in Egypt for two years and no longer than that. But two years, my friend, may have seemed like an eternity to a family whose roots and families were somewhere miles away. I asked the question, did Joseph and Mary speak Egyptian? Did they find work easily? Were they welcomed with love and acceptance? Or were they looked at with suspicion and fear? Did they hear, why don't you go back to where you came from? Or did they hear, we thank God you're here and among us, and please tell us how we can help you all. We do know that Joseph trusted God and knew that an early return home would mean his son's death and possibly his own death and that of his wife Mary. So what sort of option is that? The question is not what Jesus, not what would Jesus do, it's what you would do for the good of your child and your spouse. Some would question why God would have chosen to make his son run rather than stay and fight. Could not God send a million angels to fight Herod's armies? I think yes, he could have. But that would have defeated the purpose of God truly and completely of wanting to identify with us. Jesus came in human form. He ran fevers, he coughed, had the sniffles. He cut his fingers while playing. Jesus did all things that come with being a boy. Except one, he didn't sin. We know that. But Jesus did come to know the human condition. He wanted to get to know what it is that you and I go through. And yes, Jesus did die at the right time for you and for me. So, dear friends, this Christmas, let's trust God and try to be like God. Pure, holy, loving, and giving. Let's even be like the Egyptian neighbors who welcomed and cared for God's son and his earthly family. I wish you again Merry Christmas and the blessings of a joyous and blessed and prosperous new year. Let's pray. Loving God, thank you for this important story. It saddens us that sometimes leaders of nations make it necessary for its citizens to flee for their lives. And sadder that some in nations that can welcome immigrants sadly don't. 
Grant us your love in abundance so that it easily and freely flow from our hearts to others. Thank you for Jesus. May his birth be our greatest gift of all time. In his name, Lord, we pray also for all households who are <clears throat> hearing this or reading this, that they may be blessed with truly a holy time during the holidays with loved ones, that there be a desire to be joyous and peaceful and forgiving and understanding, and to remember the need to truly lift up Jesus, his birth, the blessings of salvation, of, of reconciliation, rather than to remember previous harms or insults or things of conflict, so that truly this might be a peaceful time. And we lift it up in Christ Jesus' precious name. Amen. So have a great and blessed day in the Lord, and I pray that you would be one of the peacekeepers and peacemakers. May the Lord bless you and keep you. This is Pastor Adani Thank you for listening, and again, forward this to someone. Bless them. Let's be a blessing to as many people as we can.